You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. The Blood He Shed is the title of this devotion. You know, I'm so grateful that in my upbringing with my father, Johan, and my mother, Willi Maasbach, that that was one of the main themes of our lives. We always sang about the blood. We always thank God for the blood of Jesus. And we practiced the faith that comes because of the blood that Jesus shed his blood as the purchase price for our salvation, as the access to the Father, as the cleansing power by which our hearts are cleansed from consciousness of sin and and all these treasures of God that are so beautifully given to us through Jesus because of the shedding of his blood and the sprinkling of his blood, there's a difference. The shedding is what he did on Calvary. The sprinkling is what he does at the Father's right hand. And and I want to talk to you about that today. And I pray that this will help you because when your faith, the faith that the Heavenly Father's given you in Christ begins to see by faith, we understand that the things that we cannot see are given to us by Jesus. So, you know, by faith, you will be able to comprehend things that your natural mind could not. And then you begin to see what God's done through the blood. So let me read to you here from Revelation chapter 1, starting at verse 4, John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace to you <coughs> and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits who are before his throne and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead and the ruler of the kings of the earth to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Wow. And made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Behold, he is coming with clouds and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Wow, you begin to read this and the Holy Spirit jumps up in you with joy and you feel the anointing coming all over you. Chapter five, please, verse six. Chapter five of Revelations, verse six. And I looked and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And he came and he took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scrolls and open its seals for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood, having redeemed us to God by your 
your blood out of every tribe, tongue, and people, and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. And they looked, and I heard the voice of the many angels around the throne, and the living creatures and elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times thousands and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in the heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such that are in the sea and all that are in them are heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Oh my goodness, if you just begin to see these things in the Scriptures, and let the Holy Spirit begin to open your innermost being to what God had been able to achieve through the blood of His Son, Jesus Christ. Then you can see why it was worth it all. It was worth it all. It was worth it all. Yes, friends, not everybody understands that. When they see the humble, man of Galilee, the carpenter's son from Nazareth, when they see him so brutally treated on that cross of Calvary, and they see from the seven wounds on his body, the blood gushing forth upon the earth, and they see him rejected and despised and afflicted and wounded, they don't understand. They don't understand, but in that very very experience, we see the price that was paid for him to shed his precious blood to redeem us to God, to make us priests to God, that there is absolutely no power anywhere that can stop God from saving you and me and saving anybody who would come to him and who he is calling. And you know, I, I love this part here in Revelation chapter 7, starting at verse 9, please. And after these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no one could number, of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne, and the elders and the four living creatures fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving, honor and power and might be to God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying to me, Who are these arrayed in white robes and where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones who have come out of great tribulations and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. All glory to God that today we can prepare ourselves for this glorious day through all the trials we may go through in this life to wash our robes, to wash what people can see outwardly that God is working inwardly by His precious blood. That's the robes. The robes is what people can see on the outside that really God is working on the inside. You see what God is working is not always visible but the evidence of it, the fruit of it always is. And you could not have the evidence in the fruit without God working it. You couldn't have it. Oh, how I 
am so grateful when I have the privilege as the pastor and together with Virginia and others here at Life Church and I see precious souls and I see them go through darkness as they yielded themselves to sin and and fell fell from grace and are wounded and crushed and accused by the devil and I labor for them in prayer and labor in the, in the working of God by the words coming to them and see them come out of the control of darkness and liberated from the control of sin and I can see the washing of the blood inwardly because they're beginning to shine outwardly with the life of the Son of God and my soul rejoices. My soul rejoices. Every church should be like a big Holy Ghost washing machine, folks. I'm serious. Every church should be like a Holy Ghost washing machine that you go to church and as you're there for an hour or two, you get washed and washed and washed and when you come out, the consciousness of failure and condemnation and guilt is gone and the consciousness of love for God has come again because your heart's been sprinkled with the blood as it says in Hebrews 10, 22. Oh, the sprinkling is what takes place from the, from the throne of the Lamb of God where the Holy Spirit is working in you, cleansing you with the blood of Jesus, making your thoughts and your will and your emotions well-pleasing to God and cleansing you, not just in your emotions, but in your very nature, in your very heart, in your very, in your very will. It says in 1 Corinthians, right? And it's powerful chapter six, but I want to just read to you verse 19 and 20. Or do you not know that the body, your body, is the temple of the Holy Spirit who's in you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Your body and spirit belong to God. So you offer it to God. What was the price he paid? the blood of Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus Christ. In the book of Acts, in, <coughs> in one of the great chapters of the book of Acts, which would be chapter 20, I mean, all of the, what is it, 28 or so chapters are phenomenal, but in verse um, 28, he says, therefore take heed to yourselves and to the flock among whom the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. You can see the power by which the Heavenly Father um, highlights and values the blood of Jesus in that the church all over the earth, billions of people are part of the body of Christ, of the church in every nation, tongue and tribe. Oh my goodness, it's amazing. I was preaching one time in, in, in Beirut uh, some years ago and the worship team came and I, I, I used to remember the name of the city, but, uh, but it just won't come to my memory at the moment, but they came as refugees from Syria where there's been this, this uh, conflict over the last couple of years, you know, and they had to flee from the city because the city was being destroyed in that war, that civil war there in Syria. And they were doing the worship in that service in Beirut. My goodness, folks, that anointing of Jesus' spirit and power was so incredible. And so I think it's important 
in the West that we stay very humble and not think that we're so phenomenal and so great because of maybe the style and because of maybe all the lighting and, and all, the, all the stuff that we think we're really something because when you hear the heavenly sound coming from the people that have gone through the crushing of tribulations and trials, who've washed their robes white in the blood of the Lamb and stand before the throne worshiping, worthy is the Lamb. When you hear that sound, it completely blows away any other sound. And it's so important today that we don't boast ourselves in our style, our methods, our ways, our capabilities, our talents, our voice and everything. No, God is looking for something much more valuable. He's looking of how the blood of the Lamb has washed you white as snow inwardly and outwardly you're clothed with the light of His life and everybody can see it that you have been washed in the blood because you do not represent your own character and nature, but you represent the love of our Heavenly Father. Oh, hallelujah. Father, I worship you today. And I thank you, Father, for the cleansing of the blood of Jesus in each and every one of our lives that we may worship you in spirit and truth for you are looking for such to worship you. Those of us who have been washed in the blood, who are not ashamed of the testimony of Jesus, but whoever, wherever we go, bear witness that we're born of the Spirit, that we're washed in the blood, that we're your children. Oh, dear friends, I plead with you, seek this, desire it, long for it. Let me close with just thought with you. And I talked a little, bit, a little bit about it with you in yesterday's devotion, but it says when Jesus shed his blood in Hebrews 9 verse 14, that by that spirit by which he offered his blood, he now cleanses our heart's motivation to serve the living God. Your inclination is actually in your kidneys. Your heart is the organ that God created for communion with him and your kidneys work together with your heart to cleanse the blood that flows back into the heart from the kidneys as it has been cleansed and impurities have been taken out. And this is something that you could see in the Old Testament that the kidneys were always offered separately. And that's very important to the Heavenly Father. And I know what you see in the Old Testament is symbolic of what the Holy Spirit now works in us today. But you know, dear friends, there in Hebrews 9, 14, it says, how the blood of Jesus, how much more shall the blood of Jesus cleanse your heart from consciousness of sin to serve the living God? And that your motivation is no more undermined by the carnality of this world, but your motivation is perfect before God, wholly consecrated. Consecrated means all for God dedicated, separated unto Him because of that cleansing. And that is not just that you say, okay, I'm going to go live for the Lord, but it's in your daily living in where you are able to show His love and kindness for those around you, your own household, 
your own family, your own wife, husband, children, and so forth, that the spirit by which you sweetly and patiently and quietly serve is so fragrant of the cleansing of the blood that everybody is blessed by what you are and what you do. And that there is not any discontent or dissatisfaction or complaining to muddy the atmosphere with the fragrance of self. No, in Christ's sacrifice, there was a perfect perfume of the sweet spirit by which he offered himself. And that is the perfecting of the blood that God's looking for in you and me. So come on, let your garments be washed white as snow and that everybody can see by the spirit by which you live and love and give that you are so well pleasing to your heavenly father because you represent his son and all you are, say and do. Amen. Have a good day.